1: Well, another attempt was made to undo the block on military promotions that has been put in place by Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville. Tuberville has been engaged in that process due to the facilitation of abortions within the Department of Defense. This is now the 10th time that Senate Democrats sought to approve all pending military nominations with a single vote by unanimous consent. Tuberville maintained a no vote on that motion within the Senate Armed Services Committee. Tuberville has been engaged in this tactic for months now, ever since it was brought to light that the Department of Defense had changed its abortion policy to help female service members get more time off and have their travel costs covered in order to go get an abortion in a state that does not have the procedure banned. Tuberville says that Congress determines the law on this matter and that the DOD is acting outside of the law and using taxpayer money to do so. A voting registrar for Houston County has been removed from her position. The Alabama Secretary of State, Wes Allen, made the announcement on the department's website. Dorothy Robbins was relieved of her position due to multiple violations, such as processing voter registration forms without signatures from the voters, making registrants active to vote even after they've been disqualified by a felony conviction, and issuing photo ID to non-registered voters. Allen wrote in a statement that the Secretary of State's office cannot allow someone to operate in this manner, and that appropriate action was taken. Defense attorneys in a multi-million dollar illegal sports gambling case have their request for a delay granted by a judge. The judge ruled that the case will not go to trial this coming June, but be pushed out to December of this year. There are 11 defendants in this case six of which are from Alabama. The defense attorneys told the federal judge that they would not be ready for this case due to the voluminous evidence that they have to sort through, as well as the unusual nature of the charges and the fact that the defendants intend to conduct their own investigation into the facts supporting the indictments against them. Timothy Pusley of Birmingham is considered to be the head of the sports gambling operation that was held online. It ran under the name Red 44. The online gambling never had any cash exchanged. It was only done through credit, such as PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, Google Pay, and virtual currency. A quiet battle continues throughout Alabama within the walls of the public libraries. In Prattville, mothers confronted the library board about several books that they felt were inappropriate for children, and they asked for those books to be pulled, but the library board did not respond to that request. The parents have now gone to the Prattville City Council and Autauga County Commission to read excerpts from the book. 1819 News reporter Craig Monger reports that the sexually explicit parts that were read caused a Boy Scout troop to have to get up and leave the meeting. One person in support of the books says they are not displayed in the children's section but the young adults section and that the excerpts are being taken out of context. Supporters of these books claim that First Amendment rights are being violated and censorship is being enacted. However, opponents to the books say this is not an attempt to ban books, but to not make sexually explicit books available to minors to check out at will. Just last week, a similar situation played out at the North Shelby County Library Board meeting over a display of LGBTQ books in the children's section. Some big news for the town of Gadsden, a manufacturer of nuclear micro reactors, will be setting up shop there. Governor Ivy announced that the $232 million project will be conducted by the Ultra Safe Nuclear Corporation. The micro reactor production facility will create 250 jobs in Gadsden. The Ultra Safe Nuclear Corporation is based out of Seattle, Washington. They produce these micro modular reactors that are used to create zero carbon energy. The Ultra Safe Nuclear Corporation says that. Only non-radiological materials will be used or stored at the facility in Alabama. Construction on the project is set to begin in 2024. An Alabama economist is reacting to the bombshell videos that were put out on Tuesday by the James O'Keefe Media Group. The video reveals the inner workings of the BlackRock Asset Management and Investment Company. The undercover video from O'Keefe Media is a conversation with a BlackRock recruiter named Sergei Varley, where he reveals how much political power BlackRock has. Alan Mendenhall is the executive director of Troy University's Johnson Center for Political Economy. Mendenhall told 1819 News that BlackRock is notorious for influencing government by sending former employees to fill government positions and then hiring them back to BlackRock later on. He even cited one person in particular, Eric Van Nostrand, who left BlackRock to join the Biden Treasury Department. Mendenhall says that Van Nostrand will no doubt push ESG policies that benefit BlackRock and its investing portfolio. You can watch the OMG video as well as read more about this issue written by Will Blakely by going to 1819news.com. In national news, John Durham finally speaks. The special counsel was before the House Judiciary Committee on Wednesday. To sum up what Durham's report revealed, here is his exchange with Congressman Tom Tiffany of Wisconsin.
0: Uh, Mr. Durham, did you see evidence of collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign in 2016? No. So the American public that has been uh, pulled this hopes for years, it was just that, a hoax. Is that correct? Our investigation showed that there were a lot of failures in the FBI and how they did this investigation that did not disclose or reveal information or evidence concerning any conspiracy or collusion between Mr. Trump and Russian authorities. Let's sum it up. Vice President Biden and President Obama knew about it. Hillary fabricated it. The FBI orchestrated it. And the media sold it to the public. And it's still out there. The question is, who watches the watchmen? The FBI has become a Praetorian Guard here, protecting the nation's capital, but not the people of the United States of America. It is going to be up to us as Republicans and solely us as Republicans, starting on this Judiciary Committee to get accountability to the FBI in the United States of America.
1: Also happening on the same day was a hearing in the Senate on LGBTQ civil rights. The subject of whether transgender athletes should be competing against women came up. Riley Gaines was a swimmer on the Penn State swim team that involved transgender Leah Thomas she was also part of the panel of experts during that hearing, and here's what she had to say to Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri.
2: Again, we only became aware we would be undressing next to a man was when we had to see a man undressing while we were simultaneously undressing. And so I immediately left the locker room, and I went up to one of the officials on the pool deck, and I said, what are the guidelines to allow a man into our locker room? I know the guidelines for the competition, but what are the guidelines for the locker room? And he so nonchalantly said back, oh, we actually got around this by making locker rooms unisex. And so I'm thinking to myself in these brief moments, first and foremost, you just admitted this is a male by acknowledging how you had to change your rules to make the locker rooms unisex. You acknowledge that we do not share the same sex, first and foremost. Secondly, unisex? Any man could have walked into our locker room, any coach, any official, it was so easy for them to dismiss our rights to privacy, to protect a small population, protect one group as long as they're happy, What about us? That is the overall general consensus of how we all felt in that locker room.
1: The Biden administration has apparently given up the fight when it comes to forcing religious-based hospitals to engage in transgender surgeries. The federal government had until this past Tuesday to file an appeal with the U.S. Supreme Court over a ruling that was in favor of the Sisters of Mercy and against the Health and Human Services Department. Beckett Law Firm is the group that defended a coalition of Catholic hospitals, universities, and clinics that are run by Catholic nuns. They did so against the Affordable Care Act, which demands that doctors and hospitals perform gender transition surgeries on adults and children. Attorney Luke Goodrich is the senior counsel at Beckett. He says the federal government suffered multiple defeats on this issue in several courts, and that's because doctors cannot fulfill their oath to do no harm if the federal government is forcing them to perform irreversible procedures against their consciences and their medical expertise. The Heritage Foundation has filed two lawsuits through the New York Freedom of Information Act against Manhattan prosecutor Alvin Bragg. Heritage is seeking the records and communications from Bragg's office that he has yet to make public regarding his charges against Donald Trump. The Heritage Foundation maintains that Bragg's inability to produce such standard records is proof positive of a double standard in justice. And the fact that Bragg does not want to reveal these communication records confirms what they have suspected all along, that his office coordinated with the White House and Department of Justice in the prosecution of Trump. Well, the race to save life continues in the Atlantic Ocean after noises have been detected from the mini submarine called Titan that lost contact with the surface ship on Sunday. The Titan has five people on board who were submerging down to the wreck of the Titanic. Those on board currently have 40 hours of oxygen left. The U.S. Coast Guard and other groups are working to locate that submersible. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying the Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our
0: great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.